Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Voices from the Mausoleum. In today's episode of Horror Bestie Breakdown, we are breaking down Tasha's zombie pick, Shaun of the Dead. Best horror movie ever. I don't care what anybody <laughs> said. Well, okay, let me say best zombie movie ever. I won't say best horror movie ever, but... <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, Yeah, this is our first episode for... I guess there's only two. Is there only two episodes for... Zombie Awareness Month? Yeah, I think it is. It's just this one and then um, Train to Busan, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, all right, Tasha, what's your... Um, oh. Oh, yeah. Better read that synopsis. I was <laughs> so professional. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just... I mean, I'm it's just no like, anyway... <laughs> It's no worse than the one I sent you that I found uh, when I did the Google search yesterday. Did I send you that? <laughs> yeah, and it had like the wrong people. Yeah, it was from, it was through Amazon and it was like starring Charlize Theron, Kristen Stewart, and Chris Kristen Hemsworth, Stewart. The World's End, HD. And then five friends reunite for an epic bar crawl. I was like, yep, yeah, <laughs> nope. That's wrong not right. Movie. Not right. Such a wrong movie. Yeah, so let's see. So Shaun of the Dead came out in 2004. It has a 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb, a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 76% on Metacritic, and a 92% on Google. Sean is a 30-something loser with a dull, easy existence. When he's not working at the electronics store, he lives with his slovenly best friend, Ed, in a small <laughs> flat on the outskirts of London. The only predictable element in his life is his girlfriend, Liz, who wishes desperately for Sean to grow up and be a man. When the town is inexplicably overrun with zombies, Sean must rise to the occasion and protect both Liz and his mother. Sounds about right. That's a really long description, yeah? I feel like it's it really is. long. Yeah, so what is your uh, your star rating for Shaun of the Dead? 10 out of 10, baby. Okay. Okay. What's yours? <laughs> you don't know how bad I want to give it a six and a half. <laughs> Just payback for last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, I do. I love Shaun of the Dead. Um, Shaun of the Dead is probably uh, probably an eight out of ten. Yeah, for me. Uh, that's. I'll say that's fair. Yeah, you can do pull the atom and be like, I'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. No, I give it an eight out of ten. It's a fun movie. I, I like. Um. You know, I'm funny about like horror comedies in general. So. Yeah. I do tend to rate them a little harder than other things, but no, I give it like eight out of ten. What's yeah. your um your unspoiler thoughts on Shaun of the Dead? Um, there isn't anything that I don't like about this movie. Um, the soundtrack cracks me up. Yeah. Um, the the development with the characters and all of their different relationships and how they're all connected and yeah. Um, just I feel like it's one of those things that has held up very well from. Because I probably, let's see, it came out in 2004, right? Yeah. So I was like 16, or no, I turned 17, maybe? Yeah. Whatever. Um, I probably saw it like 2005, 2006. But I mean, I thought it was funny then. And I still think it's hilarious, but for like entirely different reasons at this point. Yeah, for sure. you get such a different perspective on it once you've lived a little bit and like you understand what some of these struggles are 
Um, yeah. Once you're in your thirties, like he is, you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I get this. We've all been Liz at some point with that boyfriend. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yes, exactly. So yeah. it's just, um, and I mean, there's so many great lines, like one liners and stuff in here. Yeah. Um, I think they do a really good job of using atmosphere to kind of emphasize things that are happening. Um, I finally know what they were referring to when they yell, we're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> I, oh, I, forgot about, I forgot about that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I finally get that after over a decade of watching this movie. <laughs> That's right. I um, forgot you messaged me that when you watched it the other, like, well, I guess it's been more than the other day. It was like a week or so ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, and I, I think there's just, there's a lot to it that just feels very real. Um, yeah. And I, I can I absolutely that. appreciate that. Well, and you know, Scott from you run said that this was on his influential list um, because he, uh, he thinks it is the most realistic zombie movie that there is. I I would agree with that. I totally, I sent him a message, told him I felt like such a cool kid when I found out that it was on his list and it's my favorite zombie movie. I was like, oh my God, we have one in common. Holy crap. Dude, I never have, but I never have movies in common with him. And then what was really funny was side tangent and then we'll, we'll get back on track. But I was on, what was I on Instagram today? And I saw that Mark had posted an Instagram I mean, I'm sorry, a TikTok on Instagram of his like top 10 found footage. And I was like, I love almost all of these. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume I'm not going to get like agree with them. <laughs> right. That's awesome that there was somebody that knows 10 found footage movies to. Yeah. And he had like. some really good ones. He had The Bay, which I had completely forgotten about. That's a super good one. I'm really mad that I forgot about that. That would have been a great one to talk about. Um, oh, he had okay. Devil Inside, which is another one that a lot of people hated, but I loved. I think Steve hated that one. There was somebody I talked to recently that wasn't a fan. Um, I guess he's comfortable. I can't with this dog. Um, yeah, no, he had some really good ones on there. But yeah, Sean, sorry. Anyway, Sean of the Dead was on, uh, yeah, it was on Scott's top five. Because <laughs> he said that he feels like it's most realistic. Yeah, no, I I feel like that is absolutely accurate. There's just so many pieces to it where you're like, oh my God, either I can see myself doing that or I know somebody who would do that with like yeah. everything that happens in this movie. You know, and it's so funny because like, and I know we're going to probably talk about this in our live. This is one of the things that I think we've just, we've talked about maybe mentioning. So I won't go too deep. I won't deep dive into it, but um, that I always wonder who I would actually be in these yeah. situations and i and i want you know who i want to be i want to be ed <laughs> just no fucks given just like <laughs> i don't care i don't care about anything i just want to hang out with my best mate and go get a beer like i don't care about that's what i want to be like that but i'll be like i know i'd be like this hypochondriac i'd probably die like really early on cuz i can't run <laughs> Like, I know these things, but if I was going to be somebody, that's who I'd want to be. <laughs> right? Who doesn't want to be chill enough to be making your mom jokes in the middle of the zombie apocalypse? In the middle like, of the zombie. <laughs> what He's, is more epic? 
Yeah, he's way more um he's way more uh, relatable sometimes than uh than Sean is. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I can uh, I can see myself on both sides of that fence sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's so accurate. Yeah. So um was that all of your unspoiled? Sorry, I kept cutting you off. Um, I think so. I mean, now, like, like I've never really had any friends, like, over in the UK before. So yeah. now we've got Adam. And I'm like, Adam is Sean. That is... <laughs> I, I hope you hear this, Adam. You better listen to this. <laughs> that's, that's he will at least like, share it. <laughs> It's just I just kept thinking of that when I was watching that movie yesterday. I was like, "Yep, yep, there you go. <laughs> That's what he gets. This yeah. feud is gonna last forever. <laughs> it is. It is forever. So yeah, I mean, without getting into too many yeah. things, I I really appreciate how realistic it is and how well it holds up. Like as you age and experience more, like you just develop that more of appreciation for everything that's happening. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think, um, yeah, I think, um, I do, I, I wholeheartedly agree that it has aged very well. The, the sense of humor is just slightly different now. Like you said, being older, you, um, you look at it differently and I really like it. I mean, there's some, there's, um, not in my opinion, there aren't a lot of like, <clears throat> like scary moments but I do mm -hmm. like the zombies and you do have these moments of these intense things where you're like, Oh shit. Like, you know, <laughs> like you get kind of yeah. worried about what's going to happen. And, but there's also, what I also really like about it is there's also these moments where like, they're really kind of emotional, like the yeah. stuff with the stepdad and like the, all of like all of that. And then the stuff with his mom and like, you know, we'll go, we'll dive more into that with the, with the spoilers. But I, um, yeah. There's some like really profound good uh, moments like that that are just like like a sidestep from the comedy. It's yeah. just a very it's a very unique but effective balance between all of these things that it's trying to be, and I really like that about it. Um, yeah, it covers it covers a lot of bases. Yeah, it does, and and I love Simon Pegg. Like I I just I love him. <clears throat> He's yeah. fantastic. Um, and what's the guy's name that plays Ed? Nick Frost. Uh, Nick, thank you. I like him a lot too. Hot He's fuzz. definitely the me. Hot Fuzz was hysterical. Yeah. I love that one. And what's the other one? The World's it's End. World's End, yeah. Yeah. I love everything they've done. The World's End was tough to see because, like, Simon Nick, like, they switch, like, their typical character where, you know, oh, Nick yeah, is like a humbling oaf kind of guy and all that. So that was, that was kind of weird watching that. Yeah, one. that was a little bit different. But, but yeah, I, I love everything they do. Yeah, they were um they're awesome i this is so random have you ever seen <laughs> ice age dawn of the dinosaurs mm, i don't know if i've seen that one so is simon Pegg plays buck which is a i don't know what he is i think he's like a weasel i don't know what he is but he is like the funniest fucking character <laughs> in that <laughs> because i just see sean like i hear yeah. <laughs> and it's a kids show like it's an animated you know movie about like the ice age with the, the sloth and the, all that stuff you know anyway i was just curious if you had seen it he he's the voice of buck and it's just he's just he's so freaking funny anyway yeah <laughs> I love, him. love him to death yeah so, so i guess that's probably it for non-spoilers right um uh, probably 
Okay. So we can jump into spoilers. Thank you. I'm going to let you so navigate many. this movie since this is your pick. Oh, yeah. I even, like, just because I hadn't seen it in a while, I watched it yesterday. Um, oh, that's a good idea. I actually, that has a high, in my opinion, has a high rewatch value because I've seen it like oh, yeah. 50 times, I feel like. Maybe not, but I've seen it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love it right from the start where they're going through doing the music for the credits and all that. And they're showing everybody like basically being zombies in their being normal life. Like, <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. setting it up for like, you're already a zombie, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It just, it cracks me up. Um, and of course, that's just like such a catchy tune that they've got playing that whole <laughs> beginning yeah. part. Yeah. Um, and then there's that one random kid that's staring at you at the bus stop. At the bus staring stop, at the camera. Yeah. Oh, God, my dog is going to kill me. Um, and just how completely oblivious he is to everything. Because um, he starts off, like, showing, I mean, I can't remember, is it him getting up first thing in the morning? Yeah, he's, like, shuffling open. into the bathroom. Um, yeah. And then he, like, sits down to start playing video games and... It's like, oh, don't you have to work today? And he's like, oh, fuck. So he just, like, gets up. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, he's so, it's like he's a zombie. Like, he's just so settled into this routine wow. and doesn't do anything different with his life. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's what it's like to be in your 30s. Yeah. That's, it kind of does. Um, I love, you know, when I was younger, I remember laughing at the interaction between him and Noel, I think was his name. Noel, Noel, um, the, the obnoxious teenager that he works with. And, you know, just thinking that it was funny. And like, I watch it right. now and I'm like, oh my God, that kid's such a shithead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. You're like, I know 75 people just like that. Right? <laughs> yeah. <It's> so obnoxious. <laughs> um, no, I agree. I know exactly what you mean. It, it, it really, you're right. You you hit it right on the head when you started. It's completely different watching it now than it was oh, yeah. like the first time because, like, we were that that teenager like the first oh, yeah. time. We Absolutely. Like when he's making jokes about him being granddad and all this other stuff, like calling him old, and I'm like, I my sister calls me old. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I get that now. Um. So it just it sets it up, and like I said, I mean we've. We've all been Liz at some point. Like, yes. just, you know, wanting somebody to just put a little bit of effort into things and just wanting to. You know to how hard it is to keep this, like, minimal with my commentary right now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do continue about making no effort in a relationship. Continue. <laughs> PG, PG. Um, so, you know. It's just it's so obnoxious. And but at the same time, then I totally relate to him like forgetting things all the time because I yeah. do that crap. Yeah. Like, don't ask me what I had for breakfast yesterday. Like, I have no freaking clue. So I used to. I used to remember everything all the time. Mm. Like I think about like what I was capable of remembering when I was like a server when I waited tables. And I think mm. about now, I'm like, if I had to do that job now, I would never make any money. Like no one, no one would ever get the shit they wanted or needed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's bad. I think about that. Like 
um, I started trying to read one. Of, there's a Shakespeare play that I started trying to read the other day. Yeah. And I remember like going through that stuff in school and it was no big deal. And now yeah. I'm like looking at it and I was like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck this says. Like, <laughs> I can't make this make sense in my head. <laughs> and I feel so dumb. I was like, where did I lose brain cells? And then I remember that was before I started drinking alcohol. So I guess that probably played some part in it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think what happens is the more exposure we have to the world, the <laughs> more we give up. <laughs> like, it's just over, like, over the course of, like, the last, like, 15 years somewhere I've just lost all of my whimsy and my give a shit like it's all gone it just show up to life sometimes and I just you know I'm here this is all you're getting <laughs> right um so yeah so he uh he totally screws up setting up their table for their I think it's their three-year anniversary he screws up the reservation um yep because he just didn't and, do it right yep um so he had stopped to get flowers to visit his mom the next day and Liz breaks up with him. So he grabs the flowers for his mom, rushes over to Liz's house where Dave and Diane are her friend and her friend, Dave and Diane, they're actually dating, right? They're supposed to be dating. Yes, to be. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and they're just kind of like having it out, which is one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is, when David, is it David? Yeah, it's David. David, yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's talking shit. And you just see Sean make this face like he's trying not to murder him. And he's like, get fucked, four eyes. And <laughs> I just, I feel that in my soul. <laughs> because there's always that person that is condescending. And... That's all you want to say to them. Because you literally, that. like, you know it's a waste of time to try to be a rational or respectful adult. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah. Just let, let it out. <laughs> um, you mean we're not supposed to say that to everyone that we meet? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care if it's hypocritical of me to say it when I've got glasses myself. I know. Don't me either. Care. Um, And then this is kind of like one of those parts where they use the atmosphere. Like, she's pushes him out the door and away he goes and he just stands there like brokenhearted and all of a sudden like the skies open up and it starts pouring rain and he's just like oh, fuck um and then of course he and ed end up at the winchester the beloved winchester and he i just i love i love ed in general but in this part I do too. <laughs> He just, he slams him with like cliche after cliche and then yeah. ends with, but I'm not going to bombard you with cliches. And I'm like, you literally just did my but how many times? But how many times in real life have you had those conversations? Oh well, God. I don't want to say I told you so, or I don't want to sound cliche. And then they spend right. like 45 minutes doing the one thing they said they weren't going to do. Yes. That's so realistic. And like a real adult thing. Yeah. So There's realistic. Little fish in the sea. Maybe it's just the wrong time. There's somebody better out there for you. It's just meant to be like every. We know you don't want to hear this right now, but it's for the best. And like, I, like, I like that. He's not like, um, I'm trying not to make an overgeneralization here. 
I'm glad that he isn't the type of guy friend that is like, oh, just like, you know, I don't know, like whatever, you know, the guy things to say in those situations. He really just kind of wants his friend to be okay so they can have fun together. Like he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't want him to be sad anymore. He, but he, but he's not trying to be mean about Liz. He just is like, yeah, I just want you to feel better so that we can have fun. <laughs> yeah. He's not like bashing her trying to get him to go out and like screw every chick he finds. Exactly. Like, he's like, like he's just this like. Buddy. So yeah. So they just, it's just like two friends who get absolutely hammered together and mm. get kicked out of the bar at last call. This is like one of my favorite parts. <laughs> When they're like jamming out in the street. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. And they go home like totally confused about what day of the week it is. And poor Pete, the roommate, like comes screaming down the stairs because it's four o'clock in the morning. And they're like, oh, yeah. DJ ended up in the living room. That's right. Um, which, which is, is also like, super realist. Right. <laughs> for right. anyone who's had roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, and it's. I feel like that's everybody's like breakup goal. Like you want to be able to spend time with your best friend and do dumb, ridiculous things that you haven't done in forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then the next morning, like everything is an absolute shit show. It's a disaster, and he's like ignoring or just completely oblivious to everything as he's Mm -hmm. going to the store across the street in the morning. There's like the bloody handprints on the. The doors. Last door. He's yeah. Slides the in the blood. <laughs> like he, <laughs> he he just kind of like casually looks down and like keeps it moving. Yeah, there's a, just a level of <laughs> no fucks given that I wish I could achieve. Like, man, that would just be glorious. Um, and this is I have to I have to share this with you. I'm sorry. Oh, go pause. <laughs> I just got. I just got a notification that's from Instagram with a, with like a new follower. Right. And it says <laughs> totally weird and twisted. And then in parentheses, it says twat. podcast." Wow. They had to have done that on purpose. They had to. Yeah, no, they definitely did. <laughs> oh God. I just needed to share. I'm done. Sorry. That is glorious. Yeah. So he's completely oblivious. He like leaves money on the counter and just like walks out drinking his like soda or whatever. Yeah. He's got like a diet Coke. He picked up the ice cream that Ed wanted. Um, And he goes back and yeah, flops down on the couch. And I love this part when he's flipping through the channels and the dialogue on each show, they piece it together so that it's basically telling you what's going on. The whole thing. Yeah. Um, I just. Oh my god, that pretty that clever. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know, Ed points out that there's a girl in the garden. So they look and she's just kind of like standing out there with her back to them. And they think she's just completely shit-faced. And <laughs> he comes after Sean. And I love how he runs inside or Ed runs back inside for the little uh disposable camera. <laughs> like Hold on one second. He comes back and he's like, spinning it, click, spinning it, click. <clears throat> that There's some nostalgia with those right there. That part is so funny because I feel like, I feel like it's like, um, 
your friends taking like embarrassing photos. Like it, oh, just yeah. keep going back to this. Like you, we've lived all of this, like right. all of this, like there's, there's still, I don't know where the video is, but there's still a picture on Facebook of one of my going away parties where I absolutely climbed on a bar and was dancing. Cause I <laughs> had had too much to drink. And, and I'm just like, why did you take pictures like this? Like why you had to have had some like ulterior motive here. Like, why does this picture exist? And why is there video? Strictly for their entertainment. Exactly. And that's what this is. It's like, it's totally relatable. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm, I've always been moment. the Sean. I've never been the Ed in that situation. That's, but. yeah, that's that's usually where I end up. Um, and the look on Sean's face when he finally, like, shoves her and she falls back on that pole in the yard and it just, like, goes straight through her. He's just like doesn't even know what to do with his life like convinced that he just murdered this woman he just murdered someone <laughs> and then she just gets right back up um <laughs> and he's like the look on ed's face oh, i'm sorry <laughs> the look on ed's face. i can picture this part like crystal clear in my head <laughs> oh my god they're just like so, oh, so funny and when they're inside and Sean is like trying to get a hold of the police and everything. And Ed's like, well, what, what about an ambulance? What about a fire truck? And he's like, it's the same number and it's busy. <laughs> like, I feel like I talk to some of those people every day every at work. Like <laughs> it's the same number and it's busy. I, I have that conversation. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And then when he calls his mom, when Sean calls his mom and Ed's like, we're coming to get you, Barbara. I was just like, oh, <laughs> I understand now. <laughs> oh, my God. You as are so times, funny. As many times as I've watched this movie, now I understand. They head over to his mom and Phil's house. And yeah, I definitely like not to throw my dad under the bus, but he's been married a few times. So like, I've been through that like awkward step family thing. Um, so I kind of get like Sean's, you know, just not particularly caring for Phil. Yeah. And Phil um, is paid by Bill Nighy. Nighy. Um, N-I-G-H-Y. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. I love him. I think he's a phenomenal actor. So when I find when I saw this for the first time and I heard when he makes the phone call towards the beginning of the movie to tell him, hey, yeah. don't forget, you need to come see your mom. I was like, that's Victor from Underworld. <laughs> so I knew his voice. He just has this like presence, you know, like he really does. He sounds like, so official. He's so. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. But yes. Yeah, so he um, plays Bill. He plays the stepdad. Yeah. And he uh, he's been bitten already at this point. And he tells Barbara to quit fussing at him because he ran it under a cold tap. It'll be fine. And if that's not like old man logic, I don't know what it is. Like I ran it butter on it. Let me just rub some dirt in there. It'll be all right. It'll make you stronger. Yeah. And he, when Sean is saying like everything he can possibly think of to get his mom to just leave Phil at the house. And and he gets to the point where he tries to say that Phil touched him when he was a kid. And his <laughs> he poor just mother starts making shit up. Oh my god. When she turns around and just glares at him, he's like, I, I, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> even he knew at that point that he had just gone too far. 
He's just like so, so desperate to leave him behind. He really didn't want to take it with him. No, not at all. I forgot about, oh God, that Batir's mess. I forgot yeah. about that part. <laughs> His whole well, demeanor shifts when she looks at him. He's like, okay, sorry. <laughs> Because you know, like, from how his mom behaves, that's not a look that she gives often. <laughs> right. So to yeah. be on the receiving end of it is like, oh, well, yep, I overstepped. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, that made my eyes tear up. I forgot about that part. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. And uh, Ed, they get outside and he's wrecked the car because he wants to take <laughs> Phil's Jag. He doesn't want to be driving Pete's shit car around. <laughs> So Sean is like, you were parked. <laughs> that's one of my that's one of my other favorite parts. Yeah, he's just said. like, oops. Just didn't like, it was totally car. That's so funny. Um, oh, and that then they they head for uh for Liz's. They're gonna go for target Liz. Oh, yeah, and you find out earlier when he's replaying messages on the machine. That his mom, they've been together for three years and she still hasn't met his mom yet. So oh, like, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah, they hadn't met. That's right. Um, so they get over there and he manages to get inside. And he climbs in the window, doesn't he? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, they're all ready to fight. Just in case, because they don't know what's going on. Yeah. So they, because uh, it was like a several floors up, right? Like, um, I can't remember how many. I know it was at least the second floor. Yeah, he had to climb he, up in order to get to her. I do yeah, because he tries when he goes over the first time and he can't get in. So he has to buzz back up and be like, will you let me in, please? That's right. That's right. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and he manages to convince them to to go with him. And so they cram all, what, seven, seven of them into this car? Yeah. Meanwhile, Phil is like on his last fucking leg. <laughs> like, yeah. He's starting to look like crap. <laughs> like, oh, horrible. Yeah. Um, which is kind of, I think it's like the first, I would say like major emotional scene. I mean, it's kind of tough when yes. Sean and Liz break up. Um, but not like this scene. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, where Phil like explains to him that he was so hard on him as a kid because he just wanted him to be strong and have someone to look up to. And, you know, they have this, like, heart-to-heart -heart moment, and then yeah. Sean's, I think he's, I think Sean is sitting on somebody's lap, or, like. And he kind of, like, starts sniffling. Yeah, and he tries to tell his mom that Phil is dead, and she's like, no, he's not. And he turns around and look, and he's, like, full-on zombified. Yeah, that's so, right. Um, they it's have fine, to look. Yeah. yeah. Um, and his poor mom, like, she's completely oblivious, just in a whole different way. Like, I feel like she just doesn't want to see things. No, so she she's, not. yeah, she's like a, a slightly older Ed. Yeah. She's kind of like, I was going to look and see who played her. Go ahead. Um, so they end up, they're like several houses away from the Winchester and they have to like make their way over there. And <clears throat> I think at this, oh no, that's later in the Winchester. Um, so it's just, it's great to see Sean like stepping up and trying to take the lead with everything, mm -hmm. even though he's like meeting resistance at every turn because David just fucking hates him. Yeah, because he's um, in love with Liz. Yeah. 
but he sticks with it, man. He doesn't, he doesn't like call it quits and be like, fine, you do, you be in charge then. Um, yeah. So and you know, what's in- true is that I think in times of crisis like that, in all honesty, like all bullshit aside, I think it really would make the most sense to go in a place that, you know, the lay of the land. It doesn't yeah. make sense to go somewhere where you could have to run or hide and you don't know anything about where. So like there is actually some logic to the decision to go to the Winchester, even though yeah. this is like, oh, fuck all. Here we go again. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like there really actually is a good reason to do that because they at least are super familiar with the, the surroundings, oh, which yeah. is actually a pretty logical place. Even though, like you said, he's getting punched at left and right about like his ideas and him being in charge and whatever, but it's because yeah. no one takes him seriously because of where he is in his life. So now that he's actually trying to like be like, t- be assertive and like take charge in some fashion, I guess like, and everyone's like, no, no. And, yeah. Oh, and then this, isn't this around the same part where they run into the group that looks like them? Yeah. With his ex-girlfriend, <laughs> Sean's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yep. And they're like, oh, how you doing? Oh, uh, surviving. <laughs> like every person that passes, they're like, they're twin. They're twin. Yeah. The Edward is my favorite. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Barely acknowledging each other. Yeah. Uh, and then when um, they're hopping fences and everything. And Mm -hmm. this is where his mom gets bit because she, I think she sees somebody she recognizes. He's a zombie. neighbor. It's like a neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But she doesn't tell him that she's been bit. So Mm -hmm. they're like hopping these fences, like being all badass and everything. When he hops over that first one and the fence just falls (laughs) over. Like if that's not life. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's, literally, that's literally what would happen any fence that I tried to oh, yeah. it, It's it going to collapse, collapse or I'm going to fall and impale myself in the face. Like <laughs> right? horrible, horrible luck with these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they fight off the neighbor zombie that has bitten his mom, even though he doesn't know it at this point. And sure, yeah. They, he looks over the fence and sees how many zombies are between them and the Winchester. And then Diane starts coaching them on how to be zombies. How to be zombies. And going through like line by line. Speaking of which, this reminds me of another one of my favorite lines. Um, when they're back in the apartment, they're arguing. And mm-hmm. she tells him that something about how, why would he want to stay with people that he had called a twat and a failed actress. And he's like, I did not call Diane a failed actress. And like, says nothing about the fact that he's called David a twat. Like <laughs> there's, there's no, denial. that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so she like goes through and coaches them all <laughs> on how to be a zombie. And his yeah. mom's not, even, she's just like staring off into space and Barbara's or Diane. It's like, Oh, that's great. <laughs> she wasn't even trying. <laughs> And they get through it, they get to the door, and they can't get in, and then Ed's phone goes off. And That's right. They, they have, like, their first, well, really their only, like, big blow-up. Um, yeah. And Sean has just been taking care of him for so long and covering him for so long, and now, like, because of a stupid mistake, like, he could have gotten them all killed, and he's just still completely oblivious to the seriousness of it, and... I feel like obliviousness is going to be the most commonly used word in this podcast. Obliviousness. Yes. 
oblivious obliviousness in any form. Um, and then David busts the window and they all get in through the window. And Sean takes off running to divert all the zombies. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they get inside, they get all boarded up and everything. And they're trying to turn on the TV. They don't think there's electric. And they're arguing over whether or not Sean will be back. And of course, David's still being He's a dick about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, why would he bother? He's not going to do it. Just being mm. a jerk. And then, ta da! He shows up acting all suave, like badass. Hell yeah, I got the zombies to go away. And they get, let's see. Oh, they they have drinks and stuff, and they're just kind of sitting there hanging out and decide they're going to try and turn on the electric because they see the lights come on outside. Yeah. And when he goes back into the room with the fuse box is when he sees all the zombies at the back door that followed him that he thought he had gotten rid of. <laughs> yeah, they're there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, can't find anything on TV. And then, of course, fucking Ed grabs the change and goes to play the damn video game. and Makes just, all that noise. Yeah, yeah. Like wins the jackpot, sets off all the the bells and whistles and everything. And else. he's pumped. Like he's not even acknowledging like what is going on. He's just like, oh, yeah. I won. Yeah. He's like super excited. Um, so then it comes to like the big standoff because they find out Barbara's been bitten and David's like, well, guess we better just shoot her. And Sean is livid because, of course, I mean, he doesn't want to admit that his mom's been bitten. He sure as hell wouldn't want David to be the one to shoot her. No, yeah. Um, So they just, like, all end up, like, pointing broken bottles and corkscrews and stuff at everybody else's neck, which is just great. And everybody's secrets start coming out, like... It comes out that Sean knows David's in love with Liz and Diane even admits that she knows he's in love with Liz and that he was only with her to get close to Liz. And it's like all of a sudden when you're facing all these zombies and this like greater threat, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal to just let it all out and yeah. get everything out on the table. Yeah. Um, and I think that is when... Like when David realizes everybody's ganged up on him, is when, yeah, yeah, he starts pulling everything away from the windows and yeah, away from the door, and he's gonna leave, and then finally, like, starts to kind of change his mind about it, and then they break through the window and grab him, and that's I feel like that's one of the goriest scenes when they're like all ripping his intestines out and everything else, yeah. Um, so it gets to the point where it's just Ed, Liz, and Sean behind the bar. And they remember the basement. And I think, yeah, Ed's been bitten at that point. So they set everything on fire and go down in the basement because they're like, fuck it. Like, what are we going to do? What else can we do? Yeah, they're yeah. surrounded. Yeah. And Ed's a disaster. Like, he's obviously going to bleed to death regardless of zombie things because they, like, ripped his... Uh, jugular out uh, and when they get down there and Sean and Liz are like having this little heart to heart like I can't remember what it is that he says to her and she's like well what makes you think I've taken you back and he like gets all sweet and he's like but you don't want to die single do you and <laughs> <laughs> just 
it just cracked me up because I feel like that's something I would say. I do feel like that is a Tasha thing to say. No, right? I agree. And like, I'll be honest, if somebody said that to me in that situation, I'd be like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess not. Let's <laughs> just die it. holding hands so we don't look pathetic. <clears throat> right. Um, and then they're going to have this last cigarette together. Cause one of Liz's things was that she had quit smoking and Sean was supposed to, he had promised he was going to quit smoking and, and he never did. Yeah. Um, and she had grabbed, grabbed the last of his pack of cigarettes. So she pulls the last one out and they're like all ready to let it go. And then they light up and realize that they're sitting on the lift to go up to the street level. Yep. So he like says his goodbye to Ed, which is, rough kind of yeah, yeah. Um, right up until the point where <clears throat> Ed is having gas issues still and does their whole like little bit from the beginning where he's like I'm sorry Sean and just keeps apologizing until Sean smells it and then like makes his face yeah yeah um, <clears throat> so they get rescued by the military yeah and then it like flashes to the end and this is another part where I feel like, you know, even, God, what, 2004 to 2022, I hate math. What, 18 <laughs> years? Yeah. Um, this still is accurate as fuck, where they're flipping through the TV channels and there's all these dumbass reality shows that they've managed to come up with involving zombies. Like, yep. tell me that would not happen. No, Say, it, it would. The zombies didn't win. Yep. No, it's true. And... Like the show, it's like, I think it's supposed to be like some kind of Jerry Springer, whatever. And it's a woman like, he's my husband and I love him. And he's a zombie. Um, and then it ends with like, you know, you can tell that at this point that, you know, Sean obviously grew a lot through everything they went through. And I feel like Liz at this point has learned to just kind of chill and take it easy because you just never know. And they've got this whole day planned of doing absolute shit. And come to find out, Ed is a zombie. And they have him locked in the shed. And he goes out there to play video games with him. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like that is just fantastic. Yeah, it'd be hard to let your, your best friend go. You'd be like... Right? I don't, you know, this is fine. We'll make it work. And he like tries to bite him and he's like, swats at him. (laughs) (laughs) Enough of your shenanigans. And I always wondered too, like if she knows that Ed is out there. (laughs) He never says. Yeah, but I feel like, I know, because he tells her that he's going to pop out of the garden for a bit. And I mean, she's got to know like something. If he's going out there on a regular basis, yeah. He's not going out there to actually garden. Um, so I, I would be curious to, as to whether that, uh, <clears throat> is something that she knew or not, but watching it now, cause I actually hadn't seen it in a while. And I mean, yeah. I remember to get punk of it, but watching it now, I just feel like it's just this super accurate statement on what it's like to try to get through adulting. Like it just one way or another. There's always something being thrown at you and you're either, yeah. you feel like you're either just getting by or you feel like you're having to fight for your life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it just, and no matter how far you get ahead, there's always something to like knock you back down. Yep. Yeah. 
it does feel like the whole movie is a metaphor for being in your 30s like it really does feel that way yeah. like even the distract the the distraction the distraction what's the word synopsis <laughs> that's not even close um, wow <laughs> look i don't we can't what's in um, your cup <laughs> no, nothing it's all gone i drank it all um yeah so even the synopsis yeah. specifically states that he's a 30 something it's just interesting yeah. like it feels like it's this huge you know like metaphor for like this is what it's like to be in your 30s when you're yeah. trying to figure and out shit they make a point of like discussing what his age is and um that he's trying to to get through all that stuff um, and, and yeah. you add the societal norms the getting married the having a you know being in a certain place financially and not having a weird best friend like you know all these things that they really don't mean anything as long as you're doing what you want to do and you're happy yeah and i feel like at this point in life like most everybody has that one friend or did have like there's there's somebody that I used to be friends with, and then she and I kind of had it out like last year or the year before, um, because she's like she was a good person, but she's that person who would literally call up and all the problems that she's having in her life are high school problems, like yep. it's like you know we're I don't want to talk about how old I am, but um, you know yep. we're this far along in life, and how how are these still the issues that you're having? Yeah, like that's not. I mean, when you think about it, like at the very basic of levels a lot of the problems that we have as adults kind of boil down in one way or another to kind of the same categories but yeah, i would agree with that um but yeah just they were they were literally high school problems and i just got to the point where i was like i can't i can't do this anymore man like i think it's just just that time because whoo no, I know what you mean. Well, I, re I remember being in my 20s and, and not really like knowing what I wanted to do. And everybody that I knew from high school was like already having families and stuff. Like, yeah, I was like one of very few that like didn't that didn't happen for me until I was almost 30. I was 29 when Oliver was born. I turned 30 like four months later, five months mm -hmm. later. And um, yeah, and I mean, it's it's I remember. So when I lived in my hometown, a lot of the kids that I went to high school with, like, went away to these, like, really great colleges and did these, like, crazy, like, making a lot of money. And, like, at the time, they would come back and, like, I would see them, like, where I worked and I had to, like, be their server. And I remember, like, giving, like, I remember caring about that and being, like, I should, I should be like this, too. Meanwhile, I'm 21. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's such a different perspective now because who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, yeah I just no, got it's... to this place where I just was, like. I don't really care. And I'll tell you, the more into my thirties I get, the more I seem to care about what makes me happy and less about what's expected of me or what's going to work for other people. Yeah. And, and when you're, and that's kind of like, honestly, like to draw lines, like that's kind of what happens with Shawnee's like, well, these are the things that I do want to make me happy. So these are the things that I'm willing to change while also not changing everything about who I am. Cause that's yeah. like the struggle is like, you can either be what people want you to be, or you can be what's going to make you happy and be yourself. Right. Your man, he's such a champ. I just, I just love him. Yeah. No, that's a really good movie. It's not my favorite oh. zombie movie, obviously, because I like the, the gore and the terror, but that was, that was a really good, <laughs> that's a really good, really good I movie. I just, I wish I had a dollar for every time I've just mentally been like, get fucked, 
four eyes. <laughs> How many times you've just thought this and never been able to say it or just. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'd be a lot yeah. more likely to say it at this point in my life. Um, than I would. Yeah, that's so true. And you just get to this point where you just like. Like you want to do like, um, I don't know if you, I don't know if this is a gesture that you do, but I do this a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll translate very well. <laughs> no, I know. But like there, when people say some shit I don't like, that's the first thing I do. <laughs> Which for the record is the same thing technically as get fucked. <laughs> right. I do. There's a lot of eye rolling and a lot of face palming. In my life. I, I roll a lot. So, oh my God. So much. Yeah. But I, I roll when things aren't actually like bad or serious. I just, I roll in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, uh, it's an accurate reaction to a lot of things. I also have, um, you know, on Telegram, I can't remember if I've ever sent you a sticker or not. The owl. That's just like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's literally. He just has like this. Sorry. I forget you guys listening. Can't see my face. So he just has like a straight face and his eyebrows are so unamused. And he's just like, really, bitch? Like, that's the expression on his face. That is me. Like 24-7. That is what I look like. Like It's almost like grumpy cat. It is. Yeah. It's just an owl form. But yeah, it's like yeah. literally this just like, are you kidding me right now? Like, look, and it's so funny because like, that's really, that really is what I look like all the time. Yeah. And I've had, like, I went to uh, Publix one time and I was not, I don't know. I wasn't thinking about anything. I was just like walking through the line and I get to the thing and the lady behind the counter is like reaching across. Like she's super concerned. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, are you doing okay, ma'am? And I was like, what? And I was like, oh no, no, no. I just look like this. It's just, it's just <laughs> a face. I'm sorry. <laughs> We had one of the guys yeah. came to visit at work the other day and he asked a very loaded question that I have a very opinionated response to. And I kept my mouth shut, but he turned around and looked at me and just immediately started laughing and was like, don't even, you don't even have to say anything. Like I had look on your face says it all. We, <laughs> yeah, it's like, a, you can't, there's no hiding it. Like, yeah, what is it? There's like a meme before. that's like, it says, like, my face doesn't know how to use its inside voice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I just, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I'd be a, I'm a horrible liar because I just, my face. Gives you away. Yeah. There's there's no way around it. It's pretty bad. Yeah. And it says, I don't know how to control it. So, I, it's just, I learned to embrace it and just be honest. And then I don't have to worry about what my face looks like. Pretty much. That's about all I can do. It's pretty bad though. Yeah, your fans. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what? Pretend really hard that I care right now. And uh <laughs> Mike says Mike says now, um, and he's not the only one, but he's just the one that said it like not that long ago. But I said, I said, Do you do you can you tell that I'm I said, you'll see the glare. Oh, it was when I was filming with him last week. I said, You'll see the glare in the video. He goes, Oh, I don't need to see it. <laughs> He's well I, could just, I could just feel it. It's fine. And he's definitely not the only person that has said that to me. Like there have been times where I'll be messaging someone and they'll say like, uh, I can feel you glaring. And I'm like, hey, man, that's some powerful ass shit. I can see your face right now. You're just like, I can, it's burning into my memory as we speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a good skill to have. 
Yeah. Hey, I, it's made it's made many people rethink their life choices. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said what to me? Just yeah. I'm going to give you a chance to think that over again. Let's <laughs> let's start from the top. Let's try this over. <laughs> My face. So what's really funny is I tell Oliver when Oliver catches an attitude, I say, "Excuse me." So now when I say something he doesn't like, he goes, "Excuse me." Oh God. <laughs> And then he says, like, uh, what's the other thing he says? <laughs> he asked me yesterday. I don't even know if I can get through this. He asked me yesterday. He said, uh, I don't know. He goes, I don't know what has got into you today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because when, he, when he's acting crazy, like, outside of what his norm is, I go, I don't know what's got into you today. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Love that. I know. Four four going on 30, ladies and gents. It's so fucking ridiculous, but so true. So you know, I think Shaun of the Dead actually made Zach's zombie list as well. I would hope so. I feel like Zach's got good taste. And Train to Busan made Adams. (laughs) Adams? Yeah. I refuse to give him any credit. Whatever, six and a half. Spoiler alert for that episode. Seven and a half. Oh, seven and a half. My bad. Yeah. See? I haven't edited that episode yet because it was a total shit show. So I have to like take my. Of course, this one will be too by the time, you know, given the microwave dilemma. I'm telling you, we call. I don't let Oliver stand in front of that microwave when it's on. (laughs) I feel like that's a good choice at this point. It literally cuts off. When that microwave is on, it cuts the internet. Like the Wi Fi doesn't work. What in the actual devil's uh, microwave is crazy? Anyway. Sounds like some shit out of X Men. <laughs> and then everyone had superpowers. That's right. They could heat up all of the food on the outside, but not the middle at very quick rates. <laughs> Every senior citizen who refused to get a microwave when they first came out is like, I told you so. I know. I knew this would happen, but no, you didn't you want told to me listen. I was being dumb. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> anyway, well, that's our horror bestie breakdown for Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Such a good movie. So it is good. a good movie. I guess there's nothing you'd change about this, right? Not at all. Yeah, I don't have anything I would change either. I was like this with that movie I watched for the video with Adam, the Hell Hell Hellbender, <laughs> Hellblender. What the fuck? <laughs> the Vitamix from Hell. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I think it's because we were just talking about saying the microwave. <laughs> no matter what button you push, it's always the same setting. <laughs> God, <laughs> coming just in time for Black Friday. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, now we have to make that a T-shirt. <laughs> 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 Blender. Oh God, what the hell is the movie called? Hellbender. Yes. Jesus. When we did the video, I kept wanting to call it Hellbound because there's a series <laughs> called Hellbound that a lot of people have been talking about or whatever. Uh-huh. And I kept wanting to call it Hellbound, and that's not right either. Damn, they needed a different name for this movie. I can't remember it. Hellbender was another one that I gave, I think, an eight, and then, but I didn't have a reason why it yeah. wasn't higher, you know? 
Yeah. And I feel like this is super similar. Well, it's just like a lot of people automatically like the one we just talked about this, but, or you and I just talked about this, but the, um, the, the subgenres of horror that people automatically make, like rate them a lot lower. Yeah. But I think that, um, yeah, no, I like Sean. That's a good one. I just don't have, I think it's like, that's what I was saying. So it's like other subgenres of horror where people automatically rate them lower. So horror comedies are a lot harder to impress me on like a bigger scale. Yeah. It's, I mean, I feel like it's a very fine line to walk. Um, yeah. Like, I really loved Cabin in the Woods, but Cabin in the Woods is only a nine for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Dale and Tucker. Yeah. Anna There's, and the Apocalypse. I haven't seen that one yet. That's another zombie one. Um, I really liked... Oh, shoot, I lost it. Black Christmas is one of my favorite Whoa. dark comedies. That's on my list. You haven't seen that? Mm-mm. Oh my god, there are some parts in there that will have you just die and la- like die and laughing. Well, now the I have damn to like remember. So, house mother is that what they're called when they're like over a sorority house, something like that, right? House, house um, mom, house mother. So. Um, the damn house mother is a riot. She is so yeah. funny. You'll like that one, I think. But it, it's a dark comedy. It's probably one of my favorite ones. So that is our. Uh, Horror Bestie Breakdown for Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Tasha's zombie movie pick for Zombie Awareness Month. You're welcome. Um, Because we're doing this in the future. I mean, in the past. You know what I'm trying to say. For the future. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Um, I have no idea what the current schedule is. Oh, actually. I have no idea either. Two seconds. I'll pull it up. I got it right here. I always forget that it's on my little thing. Um, That's why we have all these things. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So... Adam's zombie picks are this coming up Tuesday. And mm. um, this past week is a, oh, a, um, the zombie uh, makeup look with a uh, lady crisis. Oh, so cool. yeah, all fun zombie related things. So that's our wrap up for Shaun of the Dead. Tasha and I will be back in two weeks with uh, Poltergeist Steve, um, which is a new friend of ours talking train to Busan. It was a good one. It's a good one. So make sure you circle back for that one. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy the week coming up. And we will see you in the next one. Bye.